What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Broad on Broad Street podcast with your host, me, Bree Mendonca. So full disclosure, this episode is a bit pre-recorded. When this episode comes out on Tuesday, the 28th, I'm actually going to be down in Florida with Mike at a Mets spring training game. We're leaving here Saturday, the 25th. And at this point that I'm recording this, it's a Friday morning. So just need to make it through today's workday before I have a little bit of a break, thankfully. Excuse the work rant that I'm about to go on for a second during this weekly recap, but I feel like this always happens when I'm planning on going on a trip or something, but I've been getting slammed with work the past couple days and it's made the preparation for this time off a little stressful, I'm not gonna lie. I feel like a big project constantly falls in my lap right before I'm planning to be off for like X amount of days and it's not like my time off wasn't on the calendar, so it can definitely get extremely frustrating having to deal with stuff like that really trying to learn to be better about making my boundaries at work clear because I feel like I'm on a team where everyone's so apt to take on extra work and work all these extra hours and maybe it's just the gen z in me that gets super frustrated with that I already work weird hours sometimes to begin with because my team's primarily based in Seattle and I'm on the east coast like there's some mornings that I have to log on at 6 a.m to send things out and there's some evenings that I have to work until 9 9 p.m. on a constant Zoom call for this specific thing that my team runs. And that's not even to mention the weekend work that we were doing from all of last June until this past December. So my desire to pick up extra work to drive on my own is now incredibly low. It's really hard to balance though because I'm the least senior person on my team in terms of leveling and I'm naturally just someone who wants to constantly be progressing and just expects the most of myself. So it's just been a bit of a rough week and clearly my vacation is very needed. (laughs) But anyways, super stoked to head down to Florida. I've actually never been to Florida, which I feel like is uncommon by the time that you're my age if you live on the east coast especially so i'm excited and sunday will be my first time at disney so pretty amped for that too we're doing disney on sunday and then universal on monday so we have an amusement park packed early part of our trip and then tuesday is the spring training game that we're going to which is mets versus astros the mets have a team dog that is currently down in florida for spring training and i'm praying to god that he's still going to be there when mike and i go to the game because because he's the cutest freaking thing and I've been dying to meet him. The one game that Mike and I went to last season at City Field, he was definitely there, but we couldn't tell where exactly he was from the pictures that he was posting on his Instagram account. And it was also a losing playoff game, so everyone wasn't in the best mood to begin with there. But hopefully we'll be able to find him this time so I can say hi because that's clearly the most important part of this trip. I don't have much to recap other than that, honestly, with this being pre-recorded and like I said work has been rather insane so it's been tough to focus on much other than that this past couple of days. My weekly win this week actually ties into this episode and why I chose to talk about this topic of fitness and body image this week but earlier this week I had to have a very small procedure done and basically now I have some stitches on my forearm that need to heal for two
two to three weeks, which in turn means I have to take two to three weeks off lifting at the gym. So yesterday morning, instead of heading to the gym, I used that time that I would have normally taken for it to walk through a park that's near my apartment and go to one of my favorite coffee shops in the city before work started. And that is like an extreme rarity to me. I'm honestly usually pretty rushed with the gym in the morning and heading back to log on to work and everything to ever be able to just have a slow morning and grab coffee somewhere. So it was super nice to be able to have a relaxing morning. And as small as that is, it definitely feels like a win to me. So like I alluded to, basically being forced to take time off the gym the next couple of weeks has really had me thinking about my fitness goals and just where I'm at overall in my fitness journey. When my doctor basically told me I couldn't lift anything heavier than a gallon of milk for the time being, a part of me genuinely panicked inside and that's definitely a part of me that I didn't realize was still in my head after all this time of working on how I feel about my body, working on myself, and that's why I really wanted to talk about this stuff this week. Now, before I fully get into this episode and talk about my fitness journey, I really want to put a disclaimer out there that I'm not a fitness professional, a nutrition professional, an exercise science professional, anything like that. I'm just a gal who went from struggling like crazy to appreciate my body to finally feeling the best I ever have. It's been an incredibly bumpy journey for me, but I feel like paths like this are important to talk about because I know a lot of people can relate to this kind of situation. I just want to say that any advice I put out there is just advice that worked for me and my body, and you should absolutely consult a professional about anything and everything related to these topics before taking any advice from random strangers with zero credentials on the internet. This is just for me to talk about my experience and what worked for me and my body. Everybody's body is similar but also completely different at the same time. So to give you some background, honestly up until I moved to Philly in 2020, I really struggled with my relationship with working out and my body in general. Going all the way back to high school, I was fairly athletic. I wasn't like a three sport athlete or anything like that. I played volleyball and softball for the first three years of high school, but it was just because I loved the sports. I didn't necessarily think of playing sports back then as working out. And I really didn't do anything else to supplement that when I was younger either. In high school, I was definitely what I would term as skinny. I barely weighed 100 pounds. I was a double zero in jean sizes and extra small and everything like you name it. But somehow I was truly the most insecure person ever. Like I mean standing in the mirror and pinching skin that I thought was fat back then and just absolutely beating myself up over the way I looked. I constantly compared myself to genuinely everyone I went to high school with. The fact that social media was on the rise then did not help my self-image at all. I can absolutely attest to that. But I didn't necessarily do anything about the way I felt either. The thought of working out outside of just playing sports was like laughable to me and I had no concept of nutrition when I was 14 to 18 years old either. The easiest thing for me to do every day was come home after practice and cook pasta for dinner or something like that. And then I went to college and I'm sure you could predict what I might be saying next and that's I definitely gained the freshman 15 my freshman year after having zero concept of nutrition having access to dining halls with no concept of healthy food was the worst thing that could have happened to me and not that me gaining 15 pounds was 
super negative either, but it just completely shot my self-confidence during that first year of college. When you're short and you gain weight, it's a hundred times more noticeable than when you're on the average to taller side. So even something like gaining five pounds was incredibly visible on me and just watching my body change was really hard. And obviously none of this is what I would have considered super healthy weight either because I still wasn't working out. I think I went to the gym with my friends like two to three times that freshman year and it was only because because they were going and asked me if I wanted to come. It was totally not out of me making the plans, that's for sure. I would say the rest of my college experience for freshman, sophomore, and junior year was super similar though. I wasn't thinking about what I was eating. I was putting little to no effort into working out, and I just stayed the same stagnant weight that I had been since freshman year. I remember sitting in my dorm room or college apartments and looking at old pictures of me from high school and being baffled that I ever thought I was fat back then because I would have killed to look that way again at the time. It's so funny now to think about situations like that because that's always what happens to us now, right? I feel like anyone could look back on a picture of themselves from a year or two ago that at the time they may have absolutely hated the way they looked in it. But now when you look at it from a more nostalgic lens, you just end up questioning why you ever felt that way at the time. So pretty wild how that works out. Senior year then rolled around and I would say that's when I started taking my health a little more seriously. I got really into meal prepping just because it was the easiest thing to do for my super hectic class schedule that year. And that's actually when I started rock climbing a lot more because I got a membership at the gym local to my senior year apartment off campus. I wouldn't say I saw any crazy progress this year by any means, but I was actually putting in effort into trying to have a slight routine. I remember I think I tried to go to the climbing gym Monday, Wednesday, Friday and do some weight training on those days too. So it was at least some form of schedule that I was trying to accomplish. Overall, I was at least putting in the effort, so it was a slight turning point for me. After I graduated college, I think that's about when I decided I really wanted to get into lifting. When I started my corporate job, I was trying to go to the gym at my apartment complex every day after work, but I definitely wasn't super consistent with it. This is also when I got into a super unhealthy era of counting calories This is the one thing I will truly caution everyone on. I was super strict with myself on it and would really beat myself up if I ended up going over my numbers for that day. This definitely does work for some people, but it became a really unhealthy habit for me at first. I just got way too obsessive over it and it definitely affected my mental health pretty negatively. And on top of this, I wasn't really seeing results, which ended up being incredibly frustrating to me. Then when the pandemic first hit, I definitely didn't work out for a while. When May 2020, or so rolled around and things were still in quite a rut for the state of the world. I followed suit with the rest of social media mainly and tried a bunch of at-home workouts. Not sure if anyone remembers the Chloe Ting era, but I truly tried so many of her abs and hit workout challenges. Honestly, all I can do now is look back on that time and laugh. But you know what? At least the sweat was good for my mental health probably. Again, zero real progress seen there and still fairly unhappy with my body at this time. Now, once I got settled into Philly, I would say this was probably around the November, December timeframe of 2020. 
2020. That's when I really pushed myself to take control of my situation. Maybe all I needed was a breakup to motivate me, but I really started pouring myself into a fitness routine and being really consistent with my diet. I was again counting calories and macros, but more leniently this time. And I wasn't beating myself up over my calorie goals, but more so just trying to focus on protein intake and things like that. And finally, I was seeing results. And it wasn't in terms of losing weight like pounds per se, because I can't even tell you what I lost during that time frame. I just remember this is when the switch really flipped in my head that I wanted to be dedicated to being strong and not just quote unquote skinny. I started viewing food as fuel instead of something that I needed to restrict myself from and honestly just got really into trying to lift heavy and push myself more and more every day. And I'd say now here in February 2023, that's still where I'm at. The past little over two years now, I've been really dedicated to just getting stronger every day and being proud of the way I look in the mirror, whether it's a good day or an extremely bloated, crappy feeling day. Just constantly reminding myself that you get one body your whole life and you got to choose to treat it with respect and love it on both the good days and the bad days. And I don't think I would have gotten here either if I didn't go through all the lows that I felt when I was younger. It took really reflecting on those moments to remind myself of how far I've come on this path and for me to appreciate my body at each of these stages. Because like I started this with, I'm still not perfect. The thought of me missing the gym for a couple weeks really stressed me out for a bit. There's still a little insecure part of me that thinks I'm going to lose all this progress that I've made in just that short time period of rest that I need. It's still difficult for my brain to reframe that information into something positive sometimes, like a little break that I'm sure my body definitely overall needs. It just goes to show that no matter what stage you're in with your own fitness journey, there's plenty of growth to still be had. Now that I've gone over my own fitness experience with you guys, I will say there's definitely some general tips and advice I would say I could give you that helped me along the way. Like I said, take it all with a grain of salt. These are just things that helped and worked for me. If they don't translate for you, that's perfectly fine, but I hope these tidbits do help someone out there who may have been struggling like me a few years ago. My first piece of advice and something that I think is incredibly important, no matter who you are, is to find a workout that you enjoy enjoy. You can scroll on TikTok or Instagram all day and see all these different workout routines that these fitness influencers post. You see all the viral things like 12, 3:30. but the most important part is just finding something you like. Working out and moving your body shouldn't feel like a chore. Something that I heard that really reframed the way I looked at fitness is you can't let yourself sit in the idea that you quote unquote need to go work out. Instead, you can look at it in the way of I get to go work out. Being able to move your body and work out is sometimes a privilege that we overlook. And the only way you're going to think this positively on a workout is if you find something you genuinely look forward to and enjoy. You don't have to do what's popular with everyone else. You just have to do something you like and something that you think will be effective for your body and your goals. Whether that's just going for a walk, playing a sport, taking a workout class or just straight up going to the gym. It can be anything as long as it gets you moving and you enjoy it. Now, if your chosen workout does involve you going to the gym, my next piece of advice is for you and that's to never let gym anxiety get to you. Truly, no one is watching you. I know this was one of my biggest things when I started going to a commercial gym regularly. I was so stressed about the thought of anyone looking at me, of anyone coming up to me and critiquing anything I was doing. Honestly, genuinely, 
genuinely just anyone trying to talk to me I think I would have panicked at first but the more and more you go to the gym you realize no one gives a shit about what you're doing everyone there is incredibly focused on themselves and that's something you realize too more and more that you become focused on yourself. So try new exercises that you may be nervous to do. Read the instructions on the machines. I know sometimes that can feel incredibly embarrassing, at least to me, but it's just you learning how to do things correctly. And there's definitely nothing wrong with that. And most importantly, if you're a girl or someone who identifies as so, don't be nervous to be in a sea of testosterone, for lack of a better term. You have every right to be in the gym as much as the next person there, no matter what you're doing, how much you're lifting, whatever it may be, how many times you've been, you all pay the same membership. Don't be afraid to take up some space. My next piece of advice is more on the diet front of things. And that's the fact that you can't out-train nutrition and poor diet, but it's also completely okay to not be perfect with it. It genuinely is a fact that you're not going to make leaps and bounds in terms of progress, even if you're going to the gym five days a week, if you're supplementing that with eating awfully. Losing body fat in its simplest form is being in a calorie deficit. You need to be burning more calories than you're consuming. So if your goal is to lose body fat, having some sort of understanding of how this works is absolutely beneficial. I won't sit here and preach about counting calories and macros and all of that in this episode because I'm not an expert to talk about it. There's a ton of really great certified nutritionists that discuss these things in YouTube videos and podcasts and really break it down for you. So I highly recommend seeking someone of that caliber to explain it to you and looking up some external resources on this for reference. With that being said, it's still okay to have a bad day or a bad week. The goal isn't perfect. It's just consistency. If you're consistent more often than not, you're going to see some form of progress even if it's minimal. Everyone has those days. Eat the freaking cookie. (laughs) And if calorie counting isn't for you, which is totally okay, let me add, because it can be incredibly triggering for some people. I've seen a lot of people talk about them just eating what they call 80-20, which is basically 80% healthy and the other 20% whatever you may want, and that works for them. If that's something that you think could work for you in your routine to start, that's totally at least a step in the right direction in my book. Another important piece of advice is to rest. Rest is so goddamn important, like equally as important as working out, honestly. If you don't let your body and muscles recover, you're only hurting yourself. You're one, probably going to burn yourself out and two, heavily risking getting injured, which will really make you rest then. This is all coming from someone who, if my body let me, I'd probably work out and lift every day of the week and I have to physically plan to do other things so that way I can take my rest days. So I understand how difficult it can be, but please take your rest days. I beg you and your body will only thank you as well. Now, my next two pieces of advice are really social media based, but they're both incredibly important when it comes to comparing yourself to others. And that's to one, don't compare to anyone on social media. It's entirely fake. And two, don't trust random fitness influencers blindly. It really is so true that everything on social media is painfully falsified one way or another. Every fitness post for the most part is heavily posed. It could be edited and altered in some way. And you're also going to end up comparing yourself to someone who may have a completely different body type than you. Like for example, I'm extremely short. Muscle on me looks a little more prominent than it does on someone who's really tall, for example, because it's more compact on my body and has less surface area for it to be stretched on. So I'm just naturally going to look bulkier than someone who's 
5'11 and has the same amount of muscle as me. Someone who's taller than me with the same exact body composition may look incredibly leaner than me. That was something that was really hard for me to come to terms with when I first started seriously working out and making progress. I was looking at all these incredibly tall, lean fitness influencers and wondered why the hell I didn't look like them after all the work I'd been putting in, but I'm simply never going to just because of how my body is and that's okay. And in terms of trusting fitness influencers, I would do an incredible amount of background research on the person before you take their advice. So many of these influencers have zero training in their field. Their only experience is them working on their own bodies and posting it on Instagram or TikTok or whatever. That would be like me going out there and trying to be a personal trainer for strangers tomorrow. (laughs) And so many of these influencers promote products and brands that may not be the best or most healthy things for your body. So just do a lot of research on things like this before you take someone's advice and trust them with what you're putting into your own body or doing in the gym. A simple piece of advice that I think is really helpful is to take daily progress pictures. I know it may sound silly to do this every single day, but you'll be surprised if you're consistent with these. You'll be able to look back and see your body changing pretty much in real time, which I think is incredibly cool. In terms of taking these pictures, you'll probably see the most change and effect if you take these in the same spot and pose every day. So that way they're easiest to compare to one another. I find that when I take them in different places with different lighting or standing in different directions, it can throw off a comparison. So that's just a small note. You don't have to post these pictures anywhere either. Just save them for your own viewing because being able to look back on your progress is so important. There's so many times I feel like I'm plateauing and seeing no progress, but when I actually look back at photos, that's when I'll truly notice all the small and big changes that might be happening that you might not notice on an everyday basis when you look in the mirror. I know I personally rarely ever notice something on a day-to-day basis when I'm just looking at myself now. I think taking these daily progress pictures helps a lot with helping you stay motivated when you can see the small changes that are happening. And like I mentioned before, another thing that I think is really important is reframing your mindset to view working out and caring for your body as goals to stay healthy and strong and not necessarily make them about your appearance and the way you look. I know how easy it can get to be caught up in every little inch of your body, every little flaw that you might hate, but once you start viewing your fitness journey as a goal to get strong and just get healthy in general, it really helps to stop nitpicking every little thing that you see in the mirror. And this mindset just sets you off on a more positive outlook on fitness and your body than it would be if your only goal was focusing on the way you look. Now, that's not to say it's wrong to have a goal to lose body fat. That's a ton, if not the majority of people's fitness goals. But you can rewrite this narrative in your head to sound like I want to be healthier and happier in my own skin rather than I want to lose weight. You'll be surprised what that small switch of wording in your head can do for your attitude in terms of working out and staying healthy. Last but not least, I'd say one of the most important things I've learned throughout my fitness journey is that it's truly never about motivation. It's just about consistency. If you're consistent, you're going to make it a habit. No one, at least it's hard for me to believe, is motivated to work out every single day. Everyone has days that they wake up and have absolutely zero desire to get out of bed sometimes. That's completely okay, but it's holding yourself accountable and staying consistent that will help you see the results that you're aiming for. I know that's not what you want to hear. I also wish there was a quick fix to getting incredibly strong and healthy, but at the end of the day, it really is about the work you put in that is going to get you the ultimate payoff. If you take your nutrition and your workouts seriously, 
regularly, consistently, you're bound to see it pay off in the end. My whole fitness journey before my current state was just a back and forth between in and out of motivation to work out, and that yielded me with absolutely zero results at the end of the day. But once I started taking it seriously and stayed consistent, even on the shitty days that I would wake up and want nothing to do with the gym, that's truly when I saw the most progress and in all was the most proud of my body and just who I've become. I would have never guessed that I could be this person who's as passionate about the gym and fitness as I am now, but all it took was just being consistent for me to find the passion in it. And that will wrap up this week's episode. Like I said, take all my advice with a grain of salt. I promise they're not the keys to unlocking your dream body or the complete guide to your fitness journey, but they're definitely some tidbits that helped me in my journey along the way and made me the person I am today who is incredibly proud of what my body can do and excited to continue to grow and push it to its limits. I hope some of this advice resonated with you and I hope my fitness story makes some people out there feel a little bit better about their progress as well. I truly understand the back and forth of it all and how hard it is to end up in a consistent pattern at the end of the day. So just take my experience as proof that you can get to it. It's not unattainable. I know at the beginning it can feel incredibly unattainable to reach your goals, but it's really just about staying consistent with it. Like I said, it truly took me years of on and off nonsense to get to this point. And there could be slumps in my future too. Fitness is all about the ups and downs and it's totally okay to have some downs sometimes. You will definitely bounce back. I promise anyone can do this. It's corny, but if you put your mind to it, you'll be genuinely surprised what your body can do. And with that, keep it classy and I'll see you next week. Bye.